0: Patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Rich here. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Today, I am going to give an overview and actually kind of get a little bit deeper with the ideas of a polymeter and a polyrhythm. Uh, we're going to look at the differences between the two and look at how they are related. So, uh, a lot of times people use the word polyrhythm incorrectly, um, so we're going to take a look at that, and uh, the, the term polymeter is not actually used as much as it should be <laughs> and uh I'll I'll discuss that as well there is a relationship between the polymeter and the polyrhythm however and um I'm going to show you how those can morph from one to the other we will morph a 3 to 4 polymetric relationship into a 3 to 4 polyrhythm and we will also morph a 5 to 4 polymetric relationship into a 5 to 4 Poly Rhythm. So I'm excited about this and I look forward to sharing it with you. Before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to all the drum companies that I'm associated with. I love these instruments. I think they're some of the finest instruments to ever be made and I appreciate their support and I think that you should check them out if you're very serious about what you're doing and what you're playing. The A&F Drum Company out of Austin, Texas, Rami is the president, and he is making some amazing stuff. Not only is it beautiful, but it also sounds absolutely incredible. I highly recommend checking out the A&F Drum Company. The Craviato Drum Company from California. Handmade, single-ply, steam-bent shells. Johnny Craviato was the Ferrari of drum builders, and even though he is no longer with us, his team of builders... Carries on the tradition and the precision that Johnny instilled, and they are unbelievably beautiful drums and sound incredible. So, the Craviato Drum Company highly recommended checking out VicForth Drumsticks. I've used VicForth Drumsticks for probably most of my life. I've been with the company now for about a decade and I can't say enough great things about them. I love the X55A is my go-to stick at the moment. I also love the X5A and the X5B. The X55A is right between those two, and uh, it just depends on how I'm feeling, where my energy is, and what the room sounds like. So I go back and forth between those three sticks. I also love the 5A barrel um, for lighter and funkier sounds. Of course, the Heritage brush is a classic and I use those all the time and I also use the T1 timpani mallets a lot. Evans drum heads. I've been with them since 1994. I love the company, I love the products, everyone there is super cool. And um you know, I I go through all kinds of different types of heads uh for different situations, the G1 clear, the G1 coated, the G2 clear, the G2 coated. Um, the caftone heads are, are great for that vintage sound. The new UV, uh, heads are awesome for snare drums. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot going on with them and I highly recommend checking that stuff out. The Box Kit Cajon Company. Box Kit is, uh, Josh Trask Company. He's hand making these amazing instruments that are in the family of the Cajon, but they do a lot more. There are, um, Different areas of the drum that give you different pitches, and you can turn snares on and off on different parts of the drum. Um, I highly recommend checking them out. They're beautiful, handcrafted, and sound amazing. The Polynome app. This is an advanced metronome app by Joe Crabtree. It does so many things. It does polyrhythms from anything you can think of 11 with 17. It's insane. It also, uh, you can change sounds on the metronomes, you can write rhythms, you can store things, you can do set lists, you can share uh, folders with other people. It's an amazing app, the Polynome app. I highly recommend checking it out. And finally, Sabian Symbols. Sabian Symbol Company is fantastic. They have amazing lines of symbols, and I'm enjoying... Uh, experimenting with all kinds of things. I'm loving the the Big and Ugly series. I'm loving the uh, Trash Crash and, of course, all the effect symbols. Uh, The Artisan series is fantastic as well. So uh, Sabian symbols are awesome. I love them, and I think you should check them out as well if you haven't already. Okay, second and final order of business. I want to remind all of you that the pre-sale for my second book, The Primary Series, is going on until midnight, November 11th, so you have about five days left to get that book in pre-sale mode, which means it's 20% off, plus you get a $10 credit in the Rich Stitzel Music Store, which is basically good for a video lesson pack. So if you order the book now, you get a lesson pack for free and you get 20% off the book, it's a great deal. Um, today, we're going to be talking about some of the concepts from that book, which revolve around the 3-4 and 5-4 polymetric relationship. So if these are things that interest you, this book is definitely something you should check out. Um, it goes very in-depth uh, across the the field of three different time signatures, and uh, there's a lot of uh, mental game to this whole series of exercises and there's some coordination involved and there's some reading involved so it's a lot of fun and it will definitely inform your playing in an entirely new way so I highly recommend it com slash products slash the primary series that will give you access to the book to order for 20% off until November 11th at midnight All right, let's go ahead and get on into the podcast. All right, polyrhythms, polymeters, what are they? How are they related? How are they different? Let's take a look. So the first thing we need to know is the word poly. What does that mean? It means more than one. So a polyrhythm would be more than one rhythm, and a polymeter would be more than one meter. Um, the way I like to say it is a polymeter is different durations of the same subdivision. So let's take, for instance, three sixteenth notes and four sixteenth notes. When those two are placed at the, together at the same time and playing alongside of each other, it takes three beats for both of those little groupings to resolve and begin back at the beginning of their own cycles uh, together. So let's just hear what it sounds like to hear three sixteenth notes at the same time as four sixteenth notes. I programmed it because it's easier to hear this way. The ride cymbal will be playing every three sixteenth notes. The hi hat will be playing every four sixteenth notes. I'm going to play it without giving any kind of uh, information about what time signature we're in or anything like that. I'm just going to let you hear the relationships, and then we'll go deeper with how to count this thing. Three sixteenth notes on the ride, four sixteenth notes on the hi-hat. Here it is. So without any reference to a time signature, you may be hearing this in two different ways. You could either be hearing it in 3-4 time, or you could be hearing it in 12-8 time. Um, it's a little bit more rare to hear it in 4-4, and it's much more rare to hear it in 9-8. But all of those are possible perspectives of the same pattern and I'm going to show you that right now. So the first way we're going to look at it is we're going to look at it in 3-4 time so the hi-hat is playing every 4-16th notes which is the same as a quarter note. So we're in 3-4 time, the hi-hat is getting the quarter note pulse and you'll hear four measures of the pattern. It's the exact same pattern that I just played for you but I'm going to count along now to give you reference with where we are in the time. Here we go. One, two, three, ready, and go. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one. Okay, now we're going to change the perspective with which we're going to count this, and the pulse will now take the role of the ride symbol. I'm going to count it in one, two, three, four, so we're either hearing it as eighth note triplets in four, four, Or dotted quarter notes in 12-8. I like to think of it as in 12-8, mainly because when you write the pattern out, you don't have threes above every uh, grouping of three notes like triplets. You hear it as just 12-8 notes in a pattern. So I will now count it off, and the main pulse will be the ride cymbal. Here we go. One, two, three, four, one, two, ready, go. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one. Okay, now the hi-hat is probably sounding a little bit more abstract to you. It's probably something that's hard to even remember that you heard when you were listening to that example. The hi-hat is taking on a polyrhythmic role now in that every time you hear four notes in the ride cymbal, you hear three notes in the hi-hat. So, remember, a polymeter is different durations of the same subdivision resolving at different times, and a polyrhythm are different rhythms resolving within the same amount of time. So, the rhythm of four quarter notes and the rhythm of three notes resolving in the same time as a polyrhythm. So when we shift our counting to the ride symbol, the hi-hat takes on the role of the three to four polyrhythmic relationship. Let's listen to it again. This time, really concentrate on the hi-hat. One, two, three, four, one, two, ready, go. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one. Okay, now we're going to shift the whole thing again. So we're going to count with the hi-hat as the pulse. And instead of counting to three four times, so instead of four measures of 3-4, we're now going to count to four three times. So it'll be three measures of 4-4, four, four, and we're back to hearing a polymetric relationship because the ride cymbal is back to playing every three sixteenth notes but because we made it in 4-4 four, four time now, it will take three measures to resolve rather than four measures of 3-4 time. Here is that example. One, two, three, four. One, two, ready, go. One two, three, four. one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One. Okay, finally, there's one more way to count this. This is the most abstract way to look at it. Um, we're going to look at it in 9-8 now. So we're going to count with the ride symbol again. The first time we counted the ride symbol, we were in twelve eight. Um So it's like 3 eighth notes per beat. Now we're going to count it in 9-8. And one thing that we're going to see is the, the pattern ends a little sooner. Because in 9-8 time... We get four measures of nine eight, and then the pattern begins again. So here is that in nine eight time. I'll count it off, and here we go. One, two, three, ready, and go. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one. Okay, so we're back to the hi hat now being in a polyrhythmic relationship three to four polyrhythmic relationship. However, since we're in 9-8 now and counting to three, um, the, the polyrhythm goes over the bar line, so the first polyrhythmic relationship begins on beat one, and the second polyrhythmic relationship of that measure, uh, and the second measure begins on beat two, and then the polyrhythmic relationship begins on beat three. So it goes across the bar line. It's still a polyrhythm, but it's a little bit more abstract, a little bit more stretched out. So in essence, we could look at that and call it a 9 to 12 polyrhythmic relationship. But to simplify it back to 3 to 4 polyrhythmic relationship and just understand that it goes across the bar line, that's a little bit easier way to look at it. So let's turn this into an actual drum exercise. So you're going to play the three note grouping on the ride cymbal, quarter notes on the hi-hat, and we're going to add uh, some groove elements to it. So uh, this first example, when we're talking about three, four time with the hi-hat getting the pulse, we're gonna play bass drum on beat one, snare drum on beat two, snare drum on beat three. So here is that example four times through. Okay, the next exercise that you can do is adding the groove to match the ride cymbal pattern. So the bass and snare drum are going to be playing with the ride. We're back in 12-8 time, and you're going to play four measures of 12-8. Kick, snare, kick, snare, right along with the ride. Here is that example. And back to the other pulse with the hi-hat getting the quarter note. We're going to go into 4-4 time now. So the kick, snare, kick, snare. Go back and forth with the hi-hat as the quarter note pulse. Here it is. Three measures. And finally, here is that little crazy thing in 9-8 where the kick and snare are back with the ride cymbal, but now we are in 9-8 time, so you're going to be going kick, snare, snare, along with the ride cymbal. So I think it's, I'm just fascinated by the fact that we are able to look at a rhythm from four different perspectives. We heard it in 3-4 time, we heard it in 12-8 time, we heard it in 4-4 four, four time, and we heard it in 9-8 time. The exact same two-rhythm relationship. Sometimes it's a polymeter, sometimes it's a polyrhythm, depending on what pulse we're counting, and I think it's just fascinating to me. We can also do this with 5-4, to 7-4, to four. you can do this with anything. Um, obviously, it becomes a little bit more complex because... Uh, Most people are used to hearing the three-to-four polymetric relationship. The five-to-four relationship gets a little trickier. Seven-to-four, even more abstract. But they're all doable, and um, they're all worthy of uh, taking on the challenge of overcoming. So I encourage you to do that. I'm going to now play all four perspectives right in a row with the bass drum and snare drum, so you can hear the groove change as the ride and hi-hat patterns stay the same. Here is that example. This is a great exercise and a great workout, and incidentally, this whole series of uh, coordination patterns is available um, in one of the lesson packs on my website called Rhythmic Perception A Primer. It's a nine-part video series that uh, you can really go in-depth. There's the PDFs, there's MP3 play-alongs, and nine videos that take you through very detailed, extensive uh, workouts, but those are the basic grooves and the basic perspectives with which to see this 3-4 polymetric relationship. This and the 5-4 polymetric relationship are what my upcoming book, The Primary Series, is all about. You go through the 3-4 polymetric relationship in its native time signature, which would be 3-4 time. You would go through the 3-4 polymetric relationship in its non-native time signature, which would be 4-4 time and 5-4 time. And then you also go through the 5-4 polymetric relationship in its native time signature of 5-4 time and its non-native time signature of 4-4 time and 3-4 time. And then you play them together. You'll play a 3-4 polymetric relationship at the same time as playing a 5-4 polymetric relationship. And that occurs in 3-4 time, 4-4 time, and 5-4 time. And you'll find that when those two relationships play together in 4-4 time, it takes 15 measures for the pattern to resolve. So it's it's quite an experience. So it's all of those polymetric relationships, along with tons of, of uh, pulse displacements happening with the relationships. That's what the Primary Series book is all about. I highly recommend, if you're into this kind of stuff, checking out the book. It will give you a solid foundation into the world of polymeters. And like I said, if you can flip it in your mind, it also will give you a lot of information on polyrhythms. Incidentally, the Primary Series book is in pre-sale right now until November 11th, um, 20% off, and you get a $10 Credit towards anything at richstitzelmusic.com. So that basically covers uh, the price of a lesson pack. So you get a lesson pack for free and the book at 20% off. That presale goes until November 11th. I invite you to take advantage of it. You won't be sorry. It is an amazing book that really takes you through in depth the control and coordination of overcoming these two polymetric relationships. Okay. Well, that is it for this podcast. I uh I appreciate you listening. I would love to hear any questions you have, any comments, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Just for fun, I'm going to now play you a the the same series but with 5 to 4 relationship just so you can give your ears a crazy experience before moving on to the rest of your day. So here is the 5 to 4 polymetric relationship through the four different perspectives, four measures of each. Okay, there is your mind twister for the day. Now go out into the world and see everything in that kind of way. <laughs> have fun. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me at Instagram, Rich Stitzel Music. You can send me a, a DM over there. Uh, Facebook, you can send me a message at Rich Stitzel Music. And you can also always reach me at richstitzelmusic at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, uh, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating, and please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.